Beef Tips, Episode 3. Welcome to Ag State of Mind, a podcast that examines the stresses affecting producers of agriculture and how to alleviate these stresses and improve farmers' lives. In this podcast, we discuss openly the mental health crisis that is occurring in the agricultural community and what we can do to help turn it around. Now here's your host, Jason Meadows. of the Ag State of Mind podcast. I am happy that you are here. I am your host, Jason Meadows, and we are a proud member of the Global Ag Network. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about an experience I had this week. But before we go through with that, I want to encourage every one of you to go over and leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, Getting a review, letting us know how you feel about the show, uh, it's uh, it's really a great way for us to get out there and let people know how we are doing. So uh, please go leave us a review, leave us a worded review if you would be so inclined. It helps us get out in front of a bigger audience. So uh, so today I want to talk about, and if any of you are following along on my Instagram, I posted a story earlier this week where I shared an experience with it, with the followers that I had when I was changing out a waterer. Um, we... As you know, we went through this incredible cold snap. I mean, almost all the country had something, had an experience with this where um, for us, it was getting down below zero for two weeks straight. And when I say below zero, below freezing zero. So two weeks straight of freezing, which is not typical in Missouri, especially that cold when you get down into the single digits and even below uh, before below zero Fahrenheit. That's very unlikely of Missouri or my part of Missouri anyway. Um, so what happened was we had a, I had a water totally, I had two waters freeze up here at home and apparently those weren't a big deal. Those didn't bust, no pipes bust there, which is uh, kind of amazing to me. Uh, I don't understand why that happened, but this one that we used through almost the entire cold snap. I mean, there was only three days where it wasn't frozen and it froze and the freezing busted a PVC pipe. And that caused it to not, when I went to turn it back on after it froze up, that caused it to not be able to fill up the way it was supposed to and was going right back down into the ground. And it wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't, the float on it wasn't working the way it should. So not to get too much into how an automatic waterer works, but what it is, it's kind of like a toilet bowl. I mean, there's nothing else to really describe it. Uh, it water gets too low, then that float is engaged and that float opens up a valve and fills up until it reaches the right the right water level in the water that was broken. There was a part underneath all that that was broken. So I had to take the entire waterer out of the ground, uh, unbolt it from the concrete where it was where it was bolted down, take it apart, take the PVC pipe apart, and go to the hardware store and match the PVC pipe, match the fittings, take it back, put it all back together. And so, I mean, okay, this sounds like a very simple job, and it is for most people. For me, and I'm going to get really 100% honest, a little bit vulnerable here because I, this is hard for me. This is hard for me to admit. I am not a handy person. I struggle with tools. I struggle to build anything. I, I am very 
mechanically, not mechanically inclined. So this was a struggle for me. It's a struggle for me to do these kind of things. And I have a really hard time. Anything breaks around the house, breaks around the farm. Uh, I have a hard time. I have a hard time fixing it. And, you know, that's been a source of a lot of uh, anxiety for me that I don't do the things and I, I haven't, I don't have that part of me. Sometimes it almost makes me feel like less of a man, but something's happened, you know, and I think it's pretty well documented that I've been making a lot of strides to improve myself over the last couple of years. And, and again, not, not only am I not handy, I'm not blessed with a curious mind. So if something doesn't work the way it was supposed to, I, I don't, naturally really care. Uh, I mean, if I, I don't, I'm, I don't have that in me. I, I, I'm not a super patient person naturally. So, you know, if stuff breaks, I don't really, I don't want to say I don't care, but I would assume somebody else take care of the problem. And that's kind of reflected in how I've done business over the last couple of years. Um, on a typical time, I would have hired somebody to come out and fix this water for me. And looking at it now shows how ridiculous that would have been. But I think part of me was scared. I'm always scared to get into something that I think may be over my head. And I think it's a fear of failure. I have a fear of failure always. Um, I don't like to fail. If you Also, if you follow along, I've talked about my Enneagram. We're going to talk a lot more about Enneagrams coming up in the next couple of months uh, with some people. Um, I don't want to get into it too much, but I'm an Enneagram type three. And I encourage you all to read about the Enneagram and it, because it really can uh, help make sense of your personality type. And me being an Enneagram type three, I do not like to fail. I like to succeed and I like to people for people to see me succeed. That's a huge part of my personality. Uh, that's all great. It's great to be pushed to succeed. But whenever we don't succeed and whenever we quote unquote fail, it is incredibly hard for us. We do not know how to handle failure. And whenever I see a situation like this that has me potentially failing, then I don't necessarily know what to do with it. So um, I think that's been my my thing holding me back from always doing these kind of things is uh, it's just easier for someone else to come and do it because then I'm not faced with a situation where I might fail. But you know what? I, I did it. I humbled myself a little bit. Uh, I watched some YouTube videos. I just kind of looked at it, stopped, paused. You know, I talk about taking breaks sometimes, not being in such a rush to do things and trying to analyze situation. I took a break and like analyze the situation and realize that, hey, this is actually pretty simple. This is something I can probably do on my own with some pipe wrenches, some vice grip and um, some new PVC pipe and put it all together. And you know what's incredible? I went to the hardware store, got all the parts, cut the PVC pipe to the right length, put it all back together, and that water is functioning just as good as the day that we put it in. And I'm not saying that I'm not going to hire stuff out. Uh, there's a lot of things where I feel like I can hire out and do things. I'll take, for example, building fence. I can pay somebody to build fence for me cheaper than I can do it myself because it takes me away from things that I am good at to do something that I am not good at and I'm going to struggle with and 
and I'm not saying that I shouldn't do things that I struggle with. I, and I do, I patch fence a lot, uh, but I don't go and build a new fence because it's not a good use of my time. It's better for someone else to come in who is proficient at that for them to do that than it is for me. But it is good for me to understand that I can do these little things here time to time. I can go and I can repair some PVC pipe. This took literally 20 minutes on a Saturday morning for me to do this. It was a super quick thing. It had to be a super quick thing because uh, we were leaving for a family deal in St. Louis and I had to get it done. So we got it done. Uh, Levi and I, we took it all up, put it back together. Uh, it was, and it, you know, and I know it seems like a simple deal, but it gave me a lot of confidence knowing that I can do that kind of stuff. I can do things that I might have perceived were hard at some point. But in fact, if I really put my mind to it, I really concentrate on doing some things around here. I, you'll never know what you can accomplish. And it goes back, and the last point I'll make here is to be a lifelong learner. I think a lot of times we think we reach a certain age and we're too old to learn how to do things. But the really, truly successful people are lifelong learners. They never quit learning. And I remember going back to episode two of this podcast with Mary Joan Ehrman. If you want to go back and listen to it, um, I, I go ahead, but it's probably by far far, I shouldn't say probably, it's definitely by far the worst audio that was on this podcast. I was recording through, uh, I wasn't recording through the mic the way it was supposed to be. Lesson learned, right? But anyway, there's some really good information on that. And what she said is we, a lot of times when we get to a certain age, we think that we have quote unquote arrived and we are maybe feel like we're too good to do some things or too good to learn some things. But the really, truly successful people in life are never, never reach that. They never reach the spot where they are too good to learn how to do something. And it goes back to being a lifelong learner. Always be ready to learn. Always humble yourselves. There's generally always going to be somebody who knows something more about something than you do. And seek those people out because that is how you grow. Thanks for the attention tonight. This was a little bit different. This was me uh, putting myself out there a little bit, and it was not comfortable for me to do this, but at the same time, I want people to realize that I struggle with things. I struggle with confidence in things, and um, but by, by testing that a little bit, I can gain a little bit of confidence one by one, a little bit at a time. It's like the book. I've talked about this book so much. It's a book, Atomic Habits by James Clear. I recommend every single person read that book at least once. Uh, I've read it three times, and I'm, I still feel like I can probably read it again and again. And we make 1% little bitty changes in our lives, atomic changes changes at the atomic level small little changes and we will when we make those small changes every single day in our lives then that will eventually lead up to some huge changes over time friends i appreciate it i appreciate you listening to this podcast this podcast is besides obviously my family it's one of, it's the best thing that i have ever created and i i I, and it's all because of you guys who listen to it. I appreciate it. I appreciate the feedback. I appreciate all of you. Uh, we'll see you at the first of the week with a new episode. Thanks for listening to Ag State of Mind. We hope this episode has encouraged you. 
Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Ag State of Mind. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify so you never miss an episode. See you next week.